with Joe, August 17, 2019. What do you know? What do you say driving with me in my car using the Anchor app on the podcast? Got to get out here, talk about a few things. Driving out here, eastern Long Island, uh, in the middle of the rain. Stopping at farm stands to pick up because I'm making the Sunday sauce on a Saturday. So I got to get everything fresh. That's just the way to do it. Driving with Joe knows what he's doing when he's cooking. But I'm on the podcast not talking about sauce. I'm on here because something's got to be done with these New York Metropolitans. And listen to me, before I get started, it's not me jumping off the roof, okay? I'm not on top of the building, you know, ready to, oh my God, what's going on? No, they are who we thought they were. Okay, a little Dennis Green for you. Oh, I'm Minnesota Vikings. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. And that's what they are. The New York Mets are a 500 team. They've been built to be a 500 team. They're playing like a 500 team. And oh, by the way, even if they could be 10, 15, 20 games over 500, the manager would never allow it. Mickey Callaway is the worst manager in baseball. And I'm not saying the worst because his team has the worst record because they don't. They had an amazing run, 15 out of 17, the whole thing. We know the story. Mets back to relevancy. But everyone, see, here's, here's the problem that I have. One of the many with Mets fans. When the Mets were losing, and I told you Mickey Callaway sucked, okay? It was, well, you know, you can't blame Mickey. It's these players. They got to play better. Okay. Uh, it's the GM. It's Brody. Okay. Hey, you're not wrong. But good managers, good coaches win games they're not supposed to. On any level. I don't care. That's the bar. That's the bar that is set. That is how I judge a good coach from a bad coach. Do you win games you're not supposed to? And this magical run the Mets have been on since the All-Star break has been amazing. I, I'm excited about it. You know, it's ton of energy. Every Mets fan, we deserve you know, a run like this. We deserve some relevancy in August and September just to have some games that we can enjoy watching. Just give that to me. Give that to us. Something that we can do. The problem is Mickey Calloway, who, by the way, let's all not forget, this is not his first year as manager. Mickey Calloway continues to make bonehead decision after bonehead decision, and it costs the team games. It has cost the team wins. It happened the other day with Steven Matz. With that low pitch count, he takes him out. Oh, we got to put in Lugo. Lugo's great, blah, 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 blah. Stop it. Tell, I told you on the podcast, if you listen to the Mets podcast about a week ago that I did, I told you. Just tell me the plan. Is it pitch count? It's got to be pitch count, not pitch innings. You get through six or seven innings, and you're throwing 85 pitches, and you're taking them out because it's the seventh, it's the eighth. It makes no sense. Especially when you're the manager who came out publicly and said, we're going to throw them to 115 pitches. Everyone forget that when he came out and said that? We're going to extend them a little bit. What are you doing? Probably the worst bullpen in baseball, and you're taking out your starters when they're throwing well. I mean, these guys have, have no confidence in their manager. They have zero confidence in the manager. I'm tired of hearing Mickey Calloway, how much confidence he has in the players. I'm telling you by watching the game. Watch the game. 
Okay, and I'm not just talking about when he takes the pitcher out of the game and the pitcher's upset because the pitcher doesn't even agree with it. I'm talking about basic stuff in that clubhouse. There is no belief in Mickey Calloway. He can believe in the players all they want, all he wants. I believe he believes in the players. He has no other choice. But these players do not believe in him. They do not believe in his moves. They hear the, the whispering and the questions that the New York media and everyone's discussing. They hear that. It's human nature. Oh, well, you got to block it out. You got to block it out. Yeah, you got to block it out when people are saying crap that doesn't add up. When people are just trying to stir the pot. When people are just trying to make problems. But when people are saying facts and you turn around being like, yeah, yo, why did he take Matt's out? Yo, I'm Steven Matt's. Like, bro, I'm starting to find myself a little bit now in this season. In August and September, like, why are you taking me out? We're trying to win here. Good managers sometimes need to just get out of the way. Mickey Callaway needs to get out of the way. Mickey Callaway should not be able to make a decision on pitching or on on the bullpen anything until that starter starts creeping up to around 100 pitches. That's it. Mickey, sit back, pull a Joe Torre, take a nap. I don't care what you got to do. Sit down there. You are not allowed to do anything. He's like a nervous freaking Nelly in that dugout. And I, I, that's, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's so frustrating. So when the Mets, when Mickey Callaway first came on board and the Mets had the hottest start they've ever had, you know, two years ago, and Mickey Callaway, if you're saying manager of the year, I told you Mickey sucked. I said, I don't like this. I said, I'm, a, I'm trying to be a fan of Mickey. Any new head coach would get for any one of my teams. I may not like the hiring, but you know what? I try to get behind him because, hey, they're my team. I want them to win. Okay, I don't understand this. I'm not going to root for my team to lose. So I want the manager fired. That doesn't make any sense. I want you to entertain me. I want them to do well. That's it. I want the manager to get better. Maybe I'm wrong. When they had that hot start and Mickey Calloway's bad Rosario ninth and doing all this shit and trying to be Tony LaRusso, I told you, I said, I don't like it. I don't like it. He, mis- he mismanaged the bullpen back then. I told you, I didn't like it. Oh, it's too early. It's too early. He's a new manager. He's going to make his mistakes. Fine. Yes. Agreed. But you got to learn from your mistakes. He hasn't learned. He has not learned from his mistakes. And this might be Cardinal with spilled milk because I know the Mets aren't getting rid of Mick Callaway tomorrow. You know they're not getting rid of Mick Callaway tomorrow. But it doesn't, it doesn't erase the fact, okay, that it is frustrating as hell for a grown man who played the game, who has been a manager, pitching coach, whatever, who has a resume to make the same mistake over and over again with the bullpen. So, again, you guys want to say, well, the player's got to play better. Listen to me. The players are now playing better. They are. The players have won in spite of Mickey Calloway, not because of Mickey Calloway. Not because of Mickey Calloway. Oh, the bullpen blows the lead, Joe. The bullpen sucks. Yes. Yes. You're not going to go 162-0. It's not going to happen. You're going to blow some games. And we have the worst bullpen in, in, like, the history of the Mets ever. Ever. Diaz again last night, can't find his way. You know, absolute insanity. Insanity. But this is where we are. We are, they are who we thought they were. They're a 500 team that, you know, I know a name you don't hear anymore because we never play again for the Mets. But you wish you had a Cespedes on this team right now. Okay? And I'm going to tell you, and I know, again, it's crying over spilled milk, but I told you the one concern I had. After the trade deadline, which the Mets won. The Mets got better. They got better in the trade deadline. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I didn't want to trade Syndergaard. I thought Syndergaard and Rosario would get you the best thing back. 
I will still say that. Now, Rosario, thank God we didn't trade him, right? This guy's been like 380 since the All-Star break. We went over his stats last week on the podcast. But Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. It, once we got Strowman, we had to ditch Wheeler. We had to. And I like Wheeler. Love Wheeler. I'd be shocked. And I think most fans would be shocked if Wheeler's a Met next year. Shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if he's a Yankee, but I'd be shocked if he's a Met next year. And to just let him walk for nothing is setting the franchise back. And they made the decision. I like the hot run. Are you really telling me? Are you really telling me that the Mets would have, you know, not won the 15 out of 17 without Zach Wheeler? I don't know. That hot? With those bats and what, everything's, what everyone's doing, I know Zach Wheeler had some nice games there. Got tattooed when was it, Atlanta. But, I mean, Zach Wheeler needed to be traded. We knew this. This is why our farm system sucks. Because even if we made the wild card, even if we made the wild card, I told you, the only way not trading Zach Wheeler made sense is if we were going to win a World Series. We're not winning a World Series. And that's, that may sound ridiculous, like, oh, of course we're not winning a World Series. No, we're not. So if we all know that, then you trade Wheeler, especially after you get Stroman. And don't forget it, all Mets fans about three and a half weeks ago were okay with coming back in 2020 with your top three being DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Matt. We're okay with that. We're okay with that. Now you have Stroman, but Wheeler's going to walk. And I told you the way the Mets are going to sell us to everybody is, it's okay, Wheeler walk. That's why we got Strowman. That does that's ass backwards, bro. That's ass backwards logic. So you knew Wheeler's gonna walk, or you really believe Wheeler's gonna walk anyway, New York Mets. So we're gonna trade prospects for Strowman, who might be just as good, maybe better, maybe a little worse, who knows? Time will tell. But at least we got the starter, at least we got the arm, we got the local kid. So it's okay if we lose Wheeler for nothing? No. No. You got two Ferraris, it's okay if one, one, one bursts into flames? No. I mean, what kind of logic is that? That's dumb, bro. That, that's, why, that's why we are a laughing stock as, uh, as an organization. That's why our farm system sucks. And now we're losing, and where's all the Mets fans? I'm still, I'm still happy and excited and amazed by the run. We're still in this. But then we lose to Kansas City. Kansas City sucks. We lose them yesterday. We had to sweep the series. They cannot lose another game in Kansas City. They're coming home. I'm going to City Field on Tuesday. I'm going to the game on Tuesday. And you got Cleveland. I mean, this, this you got to win these series. You got to win these series and then kind of get back into like a game out of the wild card over there. Kind of hang around a little bit. See what happens. And then let September hit. But these next few weeks are telling, man, we can't have any slips. And we're having slip-ups. Because we'll come back to earth a little bit as players. And also our manager, oh, by the way, still sucks. It's still hurting us. It's still killing us. Decision after decision after decision. Most of them, by the way, that have to do with the pitching staff and the bullpen, which, oh, by the way, he was a pitching coach. I mean, enough with this guy. Enough. And all you guys, I heard it. Oh, you said about Guillaume, and then he goes and hits the pinch, hit home run. That would be Guillaume's uh, you know, greatest highlight as a Met. What did he do yesterday? Come up. Nothing. Nothing. 
He walked. He looked overpowered, though. That walk was a blessing. So stop, Luis Guillorme. I don't want to see him. And Hechevarria, who I liked, guess who just signed him? After the Mets put him out. The Braves. I mean, it, this is stupid. We are penny-wise, dollar-foolish as an organization. You want to blame Brody. You want to blame, you know, uh, Mickey. You want to blame, you know, Jeff and Fred. I, there's a lot of blame to go around. But I, this, this is tough, man. This is tough. Because the bitter pill that we have to swallow is that we're probably not going to get a wild card spot. We're probably going to get brokenhearted. We're going to lose it by a game or two or three or four. And we're going to say, all right, well, you know what? They had a great second half. This was what their record was in the second half. Oh, if they did this all year, but they didn't. Oh, if they did this all year, they would have won the division. But they didn't. Because they're not good enough to do it all year. The manager is not good enough to sustain this all year. So I don't want to hear it. And if that if that does come to fruition, that we now lose out from a game or two, I'm telling you, you're all going to be looking like, yo, we, there goes Zach Wheeler signing with somebody. Uh, we, we should have really got something for him. I'm tired of making the same mistakes. We can't make the same mistakes as, as a manager day in and day out. We can't make the same mistakes as an organization year in and year out. We can't make the same mistake as, as, as a fan base years after years after years. We can't keep doing this. I get frustrated talking to Mets fans. Well, you needed him for this run for the wild card. Yes, the, the the run's been. I don't know if we really need him. No, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that. We need McNeil back. I'll tell you that much. We need McNeil. We've needed Alonzo. We've needed things like that. But I mean, come on, man. This is really gonna hurt us. Even if you gave us two two prospects, you understand our farm system's worse than baseball. You understand that. Even if you got two prospects who are like average prospects, those they become stars in our farm system because it's that bad. It's that bad. And maybe one of them sticks and makes the show and, and does something for us, you know, one day. But the Mets, killing me, killing me. Got all our hopes up and now crashing us back down to earth. They are who we thought they were. And it's showing now. Oh, Jesus. I feel it.